Bronny James went in the cardiac arrest while he was at a USC workout. Now, he's in stable condition, thankfully, but the Twitter police, you know, the people that police what you're allowed to say, have told me that I'm not allowed to say that this could be as a result of any needles that went into his arm that his father would have approved. I'm not allowed to talk about that apparently today. So, of course, I will. So sit back, grab yourself a cup of coffee or whatever it is that you're into. You're listening to America Emboldened with Greg Bolden on the America Out Loud Network. You don't know what they sacrificed. We have lost touch with the principles in the Constitution. Nobody's read the Declaration of Independence. You are voting for socialism, and you got what you voted for. Welcome, bold Americans, to another episode of America Emboldened. I'm your host, as always, Greg Bolden, here on the America Out Loud Network. Please go to americaoutloud.news where you can check out all of my colleagues' work, the articles, as well as the America Out Loud talk radio 24-7, available on all of your favorite app devices or on your computer. All right. So I woke up on Tuesday and I discovered that Bronny James, LeBron James' son, went in the cardiac arrest. Now, immediately, horribly, my thought process first went to, oh my God, did he die? To which I discovered, thankfully, no, he was in stable condition by Tuesday morning. So the news media managed to keep a pretty tight lid on this story for almost 12 hours before it came out to the public. That may be for the fact that Bronny James is only 18 years old. So he just got out of being a minor. And so it's actually kind of nice to see the news media respect people's privacy. Now, This is the second time a USC freshman basketball player has suffered cardiac arrest while practicing in just a year. They had Vince Iwuchakawu, who also had cardiac arrest while on campus. It leads me to the inevitable question that apparently, according to the Krasenstein brothers, Ed and Brian on Twitter, I'm not allowed to ask. I'm not allowed to ask, could this cardiac arrest be tied to the mRNA needle that went into their arm. Now, how do I know that Bronny James was uh, needled? How do I know that that happened to him? Well, it's very simple. I have LeBron James's own words. He spoke with a CNN reporter a while back, and he said, everyone has their own choice to do what they feel is right for themselves and their family and things of that nature. I know that I was very skepticism, those were his words, about it all. But after doing my research and things of that nature, I felt like it was best suited for not only me, but my family and friends. That's why I decided to do it. Oh, well, that's great, LeBron. I'm glad I'm not your friend because I'm glad you didn't make that decision for my family. And hopefully you didn't make that decision for your friends. Hopefully they had their own choice. But I get the sentiment. You made that choice for your children and you made that choice for you. And I simply want to ask, did that choice end up costing your son possibly his basketball career. 
you know, going into cardiac arrest at the age of 18, there can be multiple things medically uh, that can happen there. I've talked to Dr. McCullough about this before, not about Bronny James, but I've talked to him about um, the other situations that have gone on in sports. And he talks about myocarditis and how that can lead to this cardiac arrest. But there's also issues that happen. People can have enlarged hearts. They can have electrical problems that go undiagnosed. But here's the thing. Bronny James has been playing high-level recruit basketball for the past five years. He's been doing high workout intensity for over five years now. So for this just all of a sudden hit, the timing is a little bit odd. You would imagine that this would have already struck him at the age of 16, at the age of 15, at the age of 14, possibly, because of who he is and what has been around him. But I want to get to the fact that why are we not allowed to ask the question, could this be COVID related or the COVID vaccine related? Why can't I ask both of those questions? You know, having Dr. Mackis on just a few, uh, I guess it was two weeks ago, he came onto the show and he talked about the spike protein. And in autopsies, we can look and find out what type of proteins are in the tissues and therefore figure out, is it caused from COVID or long COVID, or is it caused by the specific protein of the spike protein and the MRNA? Look, the first thing that I think we should do is make sure that we can test for what proteins Bronny James has to rule out the fact, is this mRNA related? Is this long COVID related? But apparently you're not allowed to do that. And it was just a vocal uh, few, but a vocal few with a, a large following that repeatedly told people and chastised people that they could not do this. Now, I like Brian and Ed as individuals. They are uh, people that bother me when it comes to some of the things that they post. And this was one of those days where they bothered me. And I'm going to tell both of them exactly why. So, Brian, Ed, if you're listening, you already know why. But here's why. You said, LeBron James is currently sitting in a hospital worried about his son, Bronny, and his future. Yet you have people trying to blame LeBron for his son nearly dying, despite having no facts, no details, and no understanding. There's a time and a place to question whatever you want to question. Today is not it. Not all in capital letters. That's coming from Brian Krasenstein. Now, here's my problem with that statement. Yes, LeBron James is currently sitting in a hospital. Yes, he's currently worried about his son, as I would be worried about my own son should something horrible happen to him just like that. But I wouldn't say that anybody here is blaming LeBron. Okay, LeBron chose to be vaccinated. He chose to be vaccinated despite the fact that he likely had plenty of information available to him to make that informed consent. Now, he asked his family to go do it based upon the informed consent that he put together for his minor children. I'm not blaming for him for that. But don't you think that LeBron himself would want to know? Is there a protein damage with Bronny at this point in time? Is there something more to the story? Is this a long-term thing? Does he need the detox from spike proteins? Or is this an electrical problem with his heart? Does he need a pacemaker? What's going on with all of this? Is this something that can be treated with uh, just a very mild type of treatment plan. Is it something that will go away? Was it a freak accident? Why was it a freak accident? Did something happen on the court that would have caused it at that point in time? Look, 
I don't understand, Brian, why you think that LeBron wouldn't want to have the same exact answers that we're asking in the community. Now, yeah, there may be people that are blaming LeBron because they're a little bit nutso about people's personal rights to make a decision. Look, I got vaccinated. I would never be vaccinated again for this thing because I understand the dangers now that I didn't understand the dangers of back then. I'm not putting needles into my children's arms because I understand the risk of myocarditis goes up greatly by receiving those vaccines because I have the peer-reviewed studies that have looked at that. So when you say, Despite having no facts, I'm sorry, that does not stand the test of scrutiny. That's revisionist on your part and your brother's part. We do have facts because there's plenty of stories and details and plenty of evidence to back it up. The problem is people like yourself, Brian and Ed, they don't want to look at the facts. They want to sit in a bubble and be ignorant and go, well, Dr. Fauci told me it was this way or, you know, uh, Dr. So-and-so that's approved by the CDC or who and is funded by Big Pharma said that this has no long term problems. That is BS. And you should wake up and know it. And when then you want to pontificate the people and say there is a time and a place to question whatever you want to question but today is not it okay i'm sorry i don't think that lebron james is personally reading my twitter feed despite the fact people are tagging him i did not tag him because quite honestly i don't know the guy i don't know the guy and i'm trying to let the guy be with his son without being tagged in my post saying hey i wonder if I wonder if we're allowed to have this conversation right now. But for me to say, uh, or you to tell me that today is not that day, that is just wrong. Today is that day, Brian. Today is that day because we now have seen that there are over 1,300 incidents just between December of 2021 to December of 2022 of young athletes that collapsed or died suddenly over those 12 months. And we also know that there was updates to that data since then where people continue the collapse and die suddenly as well as there is now an even more uh, spectrum of young people that seem to be having issues but no one wants to allow us the people that are just questioning when can we start having tests to rule this out you want to put together a study and say all right we've studied this extensively now we've looked at the proteins and here it is there is no correlation whatsoever. I will be absolutely silent, but I can't be silent right now. And the reason I can't be silent is because it's still in the testing phase. Read the literature. 2027, BioNTech is still going to be testing this and still collecting data from it. But apparently the only data that they're not uh, collecting is the data that actually matters. Is their needle killing people or putting them into cardiac arrest and causing horrible outcomes for them. I don't know why I'm not allowed to ask that question. I don't know why that needs to be policed like it's this horrible thing during this time. Now, I was critical with Damar Hamlin. I was critical with Damar Hamlin because he got hit in the chest extremely hard and then went down moments later. And I said, okay, this guy went down. I'm not connecting it directly to the vaccine right now. I'm connecting this that possibly he just got hit really hard. And it was that brief millisecond that caused this issue for him. All right. So let's look then at Ed Krasenstein. So we have Brian in his tweet. So 
I guess you could probably say since they're brothers that maybe they think alike. So let's see what his comment was regarding the, the LeBron James. He says, with all the conspiracy theories swirling around Bronny James cardiac arrest, I think it's unfortunate that people are using this event to try and push ideas of myocarditis that are not proven by any reliable study. You're full of crap, Ed. The studies are out there. So, Ed, this is an open invitation to you and Brian. I will bring Dr. Peter McCullough onto my show where he will cite the studies directly to you. You can ask him any question that you want to refute the arguments that he is going to put forward with the reliable studies that have been peer reviewed and have been accepted in journals. I will offer that to you right now. Matter of fact, I'm pretty sure Brian and Ed, that if I say to my listeners, if Brian and Ed Krasenstein would come on and debate with uh, Dr. McCullough, would you donate to a charity of uh, Dr. McCullough's choice? And uh, I believe that most of my listeners would donate to a charity. So Ed, Brian, let's set that up. Let's make it happen. America emboldened with Dr. Peter McCullough and Ed and Brian, let's get you on because we need to correct the records for the hundreds of thousands of people that are following you. Almost a million people at this people, 982,000 people follow Ed listening to all these words. All right. So he claims, Ed claims that the facts are as follows. The dozen of college, dozens of college athletes every year suffer from cardiac incidents with several dying every year. That is a fact. That's absolutely a fact. But you may want to correct that fact with it's not dozens. It's actually now in the thousands. All right. There's been a major increase. Uh, The facts. Men's college basketball players are the most at risk and black men are even more at risk. That is actually a fact as well. Why is college basketball players uh, near the top of that list? Uh, It's because it's a high cardiac output event nonstop. It's much like soccer, the same exact way. That's why we're seeing it in soccer as well, traditionally. There is absolutely no indication that Bronny suffered from myocarditis. You're absolutely correct. That's a fact. But that doesn't mean we're not allowed to, allowed to ask the damn question. Then he writes, studies have shown that people who contracted COVID-19 were found to be at risk of developing myocarditis 11 times more than those who did not. Those who had received the vaccine were less likely in this study to develop myocarditis. Uh I'm going to ask you, Ed, can you post that study instead of just quoting a kind of a, a, a just a carte blanche? Because I believe that when you look into that data, the way that they compared vaccinated versus unvaccinated and use the data in the certain age group of athletes in general, not talk about all people that were vaccinated. I'm talking about people that were 12 years old, all the way up to about 21 years old that were vaccinated. You may want to look at those studies because those studies are directly contradicting what you're telling people. So those facts are selected facts that don't tell the entire story. Your next point was, yes, myocarditis is a very rare possible side effect of COVID vaccines. Oh, it is. Oh, that's a rare possible side effect. Is that almost just as rare as the uh, other study right above where it happens? Or was it just as rare as the college basketball players that were most at risk? Was was it there? I'm just curious. So see, you're, you're contradicting yourself on that. And just like when you get the flu vaccine, you wrote, you sometimes get symptoms of the flu. The same can be true with the COVID vaccine as it tricks your body into thinking you have the virus, thus causing inflammatory responses intended to fight it off. This might be the most jackass uh, inflated claim in the entire thing. It's not just like the flu vaccine. 
All right. Flu vaccine mechanism works in a completely different manner. And somebody needs to explain that to you because what you're doing is just as dangerous as people spreading misinformation, which is exactly what you and your brother are doing. But you, Ed, are more doing that with this post. And then you said anecdotes and non-controlled, non-peer-reviewed studies are not proof of anything, which is why I want you to talk to Dr. Peter McCullough, where you can hear the proof in the pudding. I think it's really important for you to listen to those stats. So when is it okay to have this conversation? I don't know. Apparently, according to the Krasenstein brothers, it's not today. So apparently you're supposed to turn off this podcast. Forget that I'm having this conversation with you. You're supposed to ignore these words. This never happened. You never heard Greg Bolden talk about this. Just, you know, men in black. I'm firing off the flashlight right now. You're going to forget about it. All right. Uh, Forget that I ever suggested that Bronnie James should be investigated and anybody else with cardiac arrest that's a child if they were vaccinated got the needle got the jab whatever the word is that you prefer i'm sure it's getting censored on one of my social media formats because that's the other thing they like to do i gotta watch my words because yeah apparently can't talk about this it's like the 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 words you're not allowed to say on television it's like worse than the curse words that i could possibly say that would lose my clean rating on apple All right. All right. I got to take a quick break right here. When I come back, we got to get into Hunter Biden, uh, talk a little bit about uh, impeachment, possibly with Joe Biden, people turning the complete opposite direction, looking away from Joe Biden as dementia. Uh, They don't want to acknowledge what Hunter Biden and him were doing. But Speaker McCarthy might be getting closer. I could use your help, everybody. I could use your help in supporting the show. As you might have heard, my computer went down. I'm raising money for a brand new computer for productions to continue bringing these shows. And you can buy me a cup of coffee. If you want to do that, you can go buymeacoffee.com backslash bold America. Or you can go to my website, americaembolden.com, where the link is there, as well as all my shows. In the meantime, head on over to the America Out Loud network, americaoutloud.news, where you can check out all the sponsors to help keep the lights on here at the network, providing great content, much like my show. Uh, I'm enjoying myself today. I hope that you're enjoying yourself, too. We'll be right back after the break, everybody. You're listening to America Embolden with Greg Bolden on the America Out Loud network. America Out Loud beats to the pulse of our nation. We know when you're angry, you're troubled, confused, glad, and thankful. Well, we know you because we are you. AmericaOutloud.com. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. America Out Loud Talk Radio. The liberty and justice for all. For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. We know you love the versatility and portability of the Genesis Fogger, but sometimes you just want to set it and forget it. Well, we heard you. Introducing the UX4 HOCL Atomizer. This stationary unit quietly protects you and is perfect for smaller spaces. With over a quarter million units sold in Japan, it's now available in the United States. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to see the UX4 in action and receive a 15% discount on either Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. 
With Genesis, you're ready for anything. Welcome back, everybody. Second half of the show here. We're going to have a little fun to kick off a segment. This is going to be something I like to call, What List Have I Found Myself On? on Twitter. This is where I'm going to tell you what I have appeared on on Twitter list. Now, in case you know this, people can put you on Twitter list without telling you. And I always find it interesting to see what some of these uh, lists are and who else is on the list with me. The first one that appears on my page today is called Top. And top, I'm appearing with uh, people like Journal of Warfare. I don't even know who that is, but I'm just going to list a couple names. Uh, I'm with uh, Mike Lee, who's a U.S. Senator for Utah on here. Uh, Tucker Carlson's Originals. Uh, You know what? I'm going to take this as a compliment. I'm looking at this list and uh, they got Insider Paper on here. They got Emma Jo Morris here. Very good. I'm happy with this list. Now let's continue on. Uh, Let's see. I had a list that doesn't even look like it's in English. So I have no idea what this list even means. So uh, I'm just going to continue on. For all I know, they're they're telling me I am a useful idiot. Uh, The next one's called Society. I'm on society here with Tara Bull. And uh, let's see who else is on this list. There's 61 members. Uh, I'm with Hank from, I don't know, G Capital. I don't even know who you are, Hank. The Milk Bar TV, which features Jimmy Dore Show uh, videos. Um, there's Real Greg Bolden. That's me. Oh, clandestine, war clandestine. Uh, he's, he's a cool dude. I like this list too. All right. So I am right now without, you know, the one that's not English. I am two for two in stating that I'm on some uh, some nice lists. So thank you to these individuals uh, at MIG. Uh, lump for putting me on a nice list and p77 jones at p77 jones for putting me on a nice list as well you know what that's going to earn both of you a follow for uh you know for putting me on the list i i, I appreciate that 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 sounds nice we'll make this a new thing uh, ohio train derailment i am on the ohio train derailment. i did cover the east palestine uh train derailment uh, that was out there with uh, Rawls Alert was there too, and they're they're covered on here. But they're missing some really good people that were out there. We're missing uh, Nick Sorter. We're missing Addy Ads. Uh, they both did great coverage of that as well. So maybe they should be added onto that. I'm on another list called Journo, um, and uh, <laughs> this is an interesting uh, description of the people on this list. Two sides of the same coin and a broad range of international opinions. I like this. I'm with the O'Keefe Media Group on this. The Wide Awake Media, Redacted, Tucker Carlson. I am honored to be on these list, people. And you know what? That's earning a follow there as well. Uh, that person is at Lee Camp. Go give at Lee Camp a follow for giving. There's some really nice uh things here i'm on politics all sides political pundits uh these are all really good i got an american flag one with 241s oh here we go now we're getting probably to the hate stuff i found myself on little deplorable minions (laughs) little deplorable minions and they've put 1900 people on the list all right the person who runs this page is at easter lemming at least lemming get a life 
get a life because number one, you likely haven't listened to my show. Uh, <laughs> is they put me on the, uh, the, the MAGA list now, whatever. I, I believe in America first principles, but if you've listened to my show, you know that I, I seldom and hardly ever are on the Trump train 2024. I, that's not me. I believe that both Joe Biden and Donald Trump need to go away and make room for uh, some progress. Uh, and I don't mean progress in the communist way. I mean, progress of just let's get away from these two old men and try to get America back to some good principles. Uh, but anyway, they put me on the little deplorable minion. Uh, to, can you imagine spending the time putting 1900 people on your list you know what that's going to do? I am going to take Easter Lemming who put me on this list and you are getting blocked. Why are you blocking? Because when you block somebody, it takes you off the list. And that's kind of a nice little thing. I don't have to worry about that anymore. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'm, I'm undoing that. I'm going, <laughs> I'm undoing that because I, I think it's better that I know that, that this is out there. Uh, I got media and politics, all really cool stuff. Now I spent a little too much time on that segment. I thought that was going to be quick, but I'll, I'll recap that in the future as we get new list that I appear on, I'll let you know and uh, we'll figure out how we can support some individuals for that. We'll, we'll have a good time in going through there. Uh, my show apparently was a hit yesterday. Drowning is the number one killer of White House chefs since 1994. I hope that you guys saw the ton in cheek reference there with the two chefs that had died, but I do want to go back to Tafari Campbell. Uh, I, my good friend, Chris Michaels, he sent me a message late last night, and the message was uh, asking me if I knew whether or not Tafari Campbell was from Jamaica. I don't know. I've researched this. I'm normally pretty good at figuring out uh, where people are from, getting kind of like the background information on stuff. But all I could come back to is that he was from Virginia. I don't know if he moved from Jamaica when he was like six, seven years old. So I'm, I'm putting a call out to my listeners. Can you tell Chris Michaels and myself if Tafari Campbell had migrated with his family from Jamaica to the United States somewhere around 1984? That's the time period that we're looking for. All right, so that is, that's the question of the day. If you can figure that out, uh, we will be indebted to you. You can find us at Real Greg Bolden at Last Call Caravan. Let us know, or you can email me, Greg at AmericaAndBolden.com. Also, doing a little bit more digging. Uh, appeal. You probably remember that that little uh, coating that they're putting on certain vegetables and fruits. And I told you guys that Costco had signed a contract back in 2018 regarding this. Now it's being rolled out at more stores. And there's a store called Sprouts. Now, any uh, avocados or fruits that this is going on, it's supposed to have an appeal sticker on it. In addition to that, it's also supposed to be labeled on the box. There has to be an identifying factor for the consumer to know that you are having a chemical put that is artificially keeping your fruit ripe and freshness inside that can't go anywhere, which could have some problems. And I broke out the chemicals and how that could harm you uh, over time. I, I did break that out on a previous episode. You can go back and find out that appeal episode. It was probably like two months ago. Make a long story short, Sprouts. Shame on you because you're selling avocados in the store with a peel on it and there's no sticker. There's no sticker on the box. There's no sticker on your avocados. I got my people on the ground. They're taking videos and sending them back to me. 
and shame on you, it's not there. The other thing that I want to point out is uh, one of my listeners as well, uh, she had sent over uh, another uh, uh, part, and uh, I believe it's, this was Terry. It was either Terry or Robin that sent me this and said, hey, Greg, not sure if you know this, but Appeal Now on their website has a um, identifier where you can find out where Appeal is around you. And I'm sorry if it was neither of you uh, as listeners. I, I love you guys and thanks for listening to the show, uh, but I get confused. I get so many messages. I'm trying to just accurately remember who sent this to me. But I typed in my uh, zip code and I know for a fact that Costco, because of their contract, has Appeal products. And guess what? It didn't show up. So I'm really kind of curious why they're manipulating and not showing us what's going on. Uh, fruit is meant to biodegrade over time. All right. With appeal, it can go up to 31 days. And normally with the regular fruit, it would be at like nine days at the same stage, eight days, the nine days. <laughs> this is going to have an impact on your health folks. All right. I, I don't know what else to tell you, but it definitely is going to have an impact. So on the appeal website, APEEL.com, there's a little tab that says find appeal. And you can click on that find appeal. You can type in your zip code or do your filter uh, for yourself, and you can find out how close the products would be to you. And I find this kind of interesting too that they did it because when you get down to it, think about it. Uh, they are now at the point where they're telling you we've poisoned your food. Thank you, Bill Gates, by the way. Uh, we've put this product on it to artificially keep it fresh. And uh, you're not going to be able to find it anyway. <laughs> I mean, that's that's literally what they're doing. They're like, well, if it's not there, that must not be on the market yet, which is kind of like the chicken. You guys have probably heard at this point in time that the FDA has approved lab grown chicken and uh the lab-grown chicken is artificial, right? It's it's cultivated cells. It's not coming from a egg. And so they're going to have to label that as well. Um, and so there's a couple of different ways that you'll be able to tell whether or not it is uh, USDA lab-grown chicken or it came from the actual chicken you know this now complicates the whole argument with my kids what came first the chicken or the egg now i got to worry about what came first the cultivated cells the egg or the chicken oh, this is exhausting you know what i'm saying well anyway they're going to label this cell cultivated so if you see cell cultivated on your chicken put the chicken back Give the middle finger to the chicken and walk away. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm asking you to do. And then complain to your store too, that you deserve better, that you are not a lab rat. You do not need to eat lab grown meat. But, you know, maybe this is what we all get for eating impossible burgers, right? Or beyond burgers, artificial meat uh, and all these different companies that start coming out with the artificial meat stuff. Oh, but it tastes just like a burger. You know what? If it tastes just like a burger, eat a damn burger, right? That's still an option for you. Oh, but it's it's without the guilt. I can I can eat this without. Okay, no, you can't because do you know what went in to making that taste just like the beef that you used to eat? Chemicals and chemicals and more chemicals and a touch of food ingredients. 
That's exactly how they're doing it. Hate to break it to you, everybody. But that is the uh, food paradox that I find being a little bit sneaky with people at this point in time. We're not just paying attention. Just because it says that it's healthy doesn't mean that it is. <sighs> I digress. Look, I'm uh, I'm feeling a little frisky today on Wednesday's show. I'm not sure if you guys can tell that, but I, I've got some good energy going into this show. I'm continuing on, you know. Unlike Bronnie James, we're taking this straight into the fourth quarter. Oh, too soon? Oops, not supposed to make jokes like that. All right, you probably aren't used to me being funny like this either. So let me get back to the, the serious Craig Bolton that brings you American Bolton each day. You know, I, I've been home alone uh, for the last 24, 36 hours. Um, and so maybe uh, that's kind of ramped me up into a different line of uh, I need to talk to somebody. <laughs> I'm talking to myself now. All right. So I told you we talked about Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden is at this point looking to put in his uh, plea bargain deal. Well, I guess his guilty deal uh, today or tomorrow. I believe it's going to be on Wednesday where he will plead guilty to two misdemeanor charges for not paying his taxes in 27 or 2018, you know, because he just forgot. (laughs) He just forgot that he was the president's son, uh, well, vice president's son at one point, and I'm just not going to pay my taxes. And then he also forgot that he was a drug user and he was buying a gun and he forgot when he filled out the form. You know, he's a very forgetful person. The apple doesn't far, fall far from the tree. I'll tell you, this content today is just writing itself as I'm thinking of it. Um, yeah. So apparently uh, Hunter had dementia just like his father. Everybody should pray for him. He may not have very long. Um, just kidding. That was his brother. Oh, too soon again. Continuing on. All right. So he is expected to plead guilty to two misdemeanor charges from 2017 and 2018. And he's already struck this deal with the federal prosecutors. Um And when he struck this deal, they're basically saying, oh, don't worry, we're going to give you probation. I want to know what type of probation he's getting. Is he getting house arrest? And if he's getting house arrest, like, does he have to wear an ankle bracelet? Uh, How's that going to work out when he's when he's hiring his prostitutes? Is he going to work around that? Are they going to just come to the home for him or those that that probation? Like, I don't know. What are the terms? Because you and I both know. If that was the average American citizen, you wouldn't be getting a sweetheart deal the way that Hunter Biden is getting a sweetheart deal. And let me tell you, this guy's been getting lots of sweetheart deals. How do I know that? Because all the evidence is on his computer of sweethearts, his sweethearts that are possibly not even 18 years old. Mm -hmm. All right. So. Joe Biden apparently has known all of this stuff. He he said that, oh, I don't know anything about my son's doings. You know, he's he's just uh, he's a great guy. He's got his law degree and he's, he's awesome. Um, but apparently Joe Biden was in on the conversations with Hunter Biden, giving him backing as vice president. And this is where I have a problem with Democrats now. Democrats had a problem with Donald Trump over just conversations to the dossier about, you know, a little pee pee on a woman might be real. 
And so when they had that conversation, all of a sudden it was like, oh, this guy's disgusting, blah, blah. Never mind the fact it was a created document by the DNC, the uh, Steele dossier with uh, Hillary Clinton helping the finance the whole damn thing, which they all got in trouble for. That's all fact now. But Trump, at that point, you guys were all ready to be like, oh, get him out of office. And then do you remember the impeachments as well? I do. I remember the impeachment really well. Uh, Quid pro quo when we had Joe Biden on tape doing the exact same thing, you know, and gosh darn it. A minute later, they gave us the uh, the guy was fired. And so we gave him the money. Thanks, Barack. Appreciate that. Um, (laughs) This is hypocrisy of the highest degree by Democrats at this point in time to say that Joe Biden should not be investigated to call for and say, well, where is the evidence? Where the hell was the evidence with Donald Trump for all those years? It was a witch hunt of millions upon millions of dollars, tens of millions of dollars with Mueller report, Russia collusion, all those things. But it didn't stop the Democrats from bringing forth impeachment. It didn't stop the Democrats for saying this guy shouldn't be president every single day. But now when the Democrats have somebody in their own party and their own house is starting to stink like somebody hasn't taken out the trash. I'm sorry, that's just Joe's diaper. Now they want to look the other way. All right. So it's important that Democrats, if you're listening to this show right now, look, I'm not a fan of Trump or Biden. I'm really not. But you know what I'm a fan of? I'm a fan of fairness. I'm a fan of morals and ethical standards. I try to argue for morals and ethical standards at all parts of my life when I can. All right. I have a dark sense of humor within all of that, but I still try to keep it pretty moral, keep it pretty for the listening audience and for my children and the people that I'm around. But Joe Biden, maybe at this point, Speaker McCarthy is correct to have an impeachment inquiry against you, because as the whistleblowers are now bringing out more information about what they know, now that we know that Uh, Weiss, who is the prosecutor on the side for Hunter Biden, was talking to Biden and basically interfering with the investigation while also prosecuting, working out a sweetheart deal. Maybe it's time that this investigation goes to the level of an impeachment where people can actually see what Republicans have. If it's not impeachable, then he won't be impeached. But you know what? For all those saying, well, uh, impeachment, it shouldn't be thrown around lightly. Well, You're right. It shouldn't be thrown around lightly, except Democrats, you set the standard over the last six years where you decided six years ago, oh, that's going to be the way that we operate. So what's good for the goose is good for the gander. And so now you've made your bed. You're going to have to sleep in it. I personally don't want Joe Biden removed from office at all. Why? Because Kamala Harris is in the background. That's like me back when uh, I was a Philadelphia Eagles fan many, many years ago. And all of a sudden you got Bobby Hoying backing up uh, the quarterback. No one wants to see Bobby Hoying in the game. That's not that's not a good spot to be in. I mean, I'd rather see uh, Coy Detmer in the game back then. He at least was better for McNabb than uh, Bobby Hoying. All right. So it's sometimes the devil that you know is better than the devil you don't know. That all stated, I don't think Joe Biden's making it through this term. I don't. Uh, not because of the impeachment. I don't think he's making it through this term because, as I stated yesterday, they're now adapting for his dementia. Everybody sees it. And Joe Biden, 
now I'm going to ask you a question. Jill, could you, you know, sit down with your husband and say, hey, you know what? We had a good term. Uh, we ran our four years. Your name's in the history books, Joe. Uh, it's time to back away and let somebody else. I think it's really important for that to happen, Jill. If, if you care about your husband and you care about your family, you will put family over prestige first. So that's my call to you as well. You don't have to listen to me. I just can see it. I can see it because Alzheimer's is something that I deal with personally in my own family. And uh, I saw dementia as it begins. I've seen Alzheimer's as the decline of health starts to happen. And I think that that's really important. So what have we learned today in this show? Well, we've learned that the Krasenstein brothers are uh, preaching to people and they're not using facts. Uh, We now know that for some people, they don't believe that you should bring in a vaccine into any type of conversation. And they're going to police that conversation because they're afraid of what they may find out. Real science supports questioning. Real science supports asking for tests and studies in order to answer it. So Krasenstein brothers and anyone else that doesn't want to run these type of studies or wants to deny that this thing is needed, you now are anti-science. You now are, uh, what's the word I should say? They're just anti, hmm, they call anyone who questions an anti-vaxxer. So yeah, we'll just keep it. They're anti-science individuals at this point in time. All right, but I'm going to wrap up the show here. As always, you can go over to AmericanBolden.com, my website, check out other shows, subscribe to the Substack, go on to my socials, America Emboldened, basically on all of those, at RealGregBolden on Twitter. I appreciate all of your time, and I hope that I honored it well. I will be back tomorrow with some new content for you all. We'll see what the day brings. You've all been listening to America Emboldened with Greg Bolden here on the America Out Loud Network. Be bold, America.